Welcome back to Self Love Ignited. On today's episode, we are talking about self-care. What is it? Why do you need it? And how can we make it start working for you? Because it is time to make self-care fun again. My name is Katie Allen, and this is Self Love Ignited. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about self-care and making self-care fun again. There has been, there's so many questions about self-care, right? So what we're going to talk about today is some of the challenges that people tend to have with self-care. What is self-care anyway? Why is it important? And then I'm going to run you through a quick exercise to help you begin to incorporate it into your life. I also have a mini self-care program that I'm going to tell you about at the end. Okay, so before we get into anything, first off, I want to say if you are feeling a little bit jaded about self-care or a little bit like disillusioned about it or like I'm so overhearing about self-care, honestly, I understand. I understand. I think that what has happened, my experience, what I have observed is that what has happened is, especially in the last couple of years, it's like a social media thing, I think, is that self-care has become this like superficial, fluffy thing. And it's become really incredibly commercialized. There has been this message of you have to spend money in order to do self-care right? You have to spend money, buy our thing, this is self-care, do this thing, this is self-care. Or it's like, have a bubble bath, get a massage, get a manicure done. And listen, all of those things might be self-care for you. And they might not be. Okay, so I have to tell you my definition of self-care is anything that makes you feel like yummy and warm and nourished, anything that fills your cup. And the beautiful thing is that this is different for everybody, right? Some people are going to love bubble baths and manicures and getting a massage and having a spa day. And to some people, that's like the most amazing, nourishing, yummy thing that just makes them like leaves them feeling on top of the world. To other people, they're like, eh, I really just want to be by myself and go for a walk in the forest for three hours. That's me love doing that, right? So self-care does not have to look like self-care, sound like self-care, feel like self-care to anybody other than you. It is self-care. This is about you and how you are feeling and how you are taking care of yourself. Okay, so self-care can be lots of different things. And at the end, I'm going to run you through an exercise and give you some ideas about what self-care may or may not be for you. Okay, so Another really important part of this equation is looking at why self-care is important. Now, we live in a time where being busy is celebrated. And I think that we are, my experience at least, has been that this is slowly decreasing and that people are now starting to really recognize how important rest is and time off. But for a really, really long time, there was, it was almost like this status symbol of like, oh, I'm so busy. Like I'm only getting three hours of sleep and I, I couldn't possibly do this because there's just no room in my schedule, right? Like there really was this status of 
I am so busy. I am so stressed out. I am so overwhelmed. And I'm sure, you know, in certain places, maybe this is still your experience. Maybe you still really see this and maybe you're surrounded by this. So self-care is important because if you do not fill your own cup, you're going to run on empty. And that is going to make everything else and everybody else in your life suffer. Okay. When you do not feel nourished, when you do not feel cared for, when you are not giving yourself what you need, you are going to be exhausted. You're going to be running on empty. You are going to be giving everybody in your life the tired, cranky, exhausted version of you. Okay. So this includes if you have children, if you have a partner, if you have, you know, your social life, this also includes your business, right? If you do have a business of your own or your career, your job, whatever you sort of, you know, your vocation, that is going to be getting the crappy, exhausted, half-assed version of you if you do not care for yourself. And I would assume that if you have a family and that if you have a business or if you have a career that you really care about, you want to be giving your all, right? You want to be giving your all. And if you are not giving your all to yourself first, you do not have anything to give others. And I love this idea and I do not know where I heard it, but I heard this years ago is give from the overflow give from the overflow. So if you picture yourself, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. I think we've all heard that saying. If you picture yourself as a teacup, if you only fill yourself halfway and you give away that first half, it's like you're always sort of like scraping the bottom. You're always sort of running on empty. But if you fill your cup and you are so nourished and so cared for that you are literally overflowing and it's all the overflow that goes to your family and to your friends and to your business and to all of your other activities that you do, your cup is always full and it's just the overflow that's going everywhere. And can you see and can you even hear the difference in my voice as I talk about that? right? When you're like only half filling and then you're giving it away, there's really this feeling of constriction, of lack, right? Like there is not enough. There's not enough to go around. There's not enough of me. There's not enough energy versus there is so much and I'm overflowing. And there's just like this abundance of me and this abundance of energy and this abundance of joy and possibilities. And it's such a more beautiful, relaxing way to live your life. So, I mean, really self-care is important because if you don't want to always be running on empty, scraping the bottom of the barrel and you want to be giving from overflow and you want to be living from a place of overflowing joy and happiness and love and abundance, you have to take care of yourself. It's kind of a non-negotiable and nobody else can do this for you. Okay. I have to say that again, it's called self-care. Nobody else can practice self-care for you. You can get support, and that's even what listening to this podcast is, right? You can get support. You can set yourself up with accountability. You can do programs. You can work in groups. But at the end of the day, you have to choose to do this. You have to choose to do this. And I want to invite you, if you feel like, oh, I always set goals for self-care, but then I always sabotage them and I don't really know why, I want to invite you to go back and listen to the self-sabotage episode because I think it's going to be really, really interesting for you. So let's start looking at the how. How do we practice self-care? 
and I have, <clears throat> excuse me, and I have a quick exercise that I want to invite you to do with me. So if you have a notebook nearby, if you just have a scrap piece of paper um, or your phone, um, you know, like the notes app, Evernote, something like that in your phone, grab that now. You can do this in your head, but to actually get the benefits, you need to have this written down somewhere, either on paper or electronically. And what we're going to do is you're going to make two columns, right? So these are two separate lists and you can call these lots of different things, but I like to call it a Zen menu and a fun menu. Zen menu and fun menu. And all of this is self-care. And what we're going to do is write down, sort of brainstorm different ideas for like Zen ideas for self-care and for really fun ideas for self-care. Like I said at the beginning, everybody's idea of self-care is different, right? Some people love bubble baths and spas and massages and other people wanna go like dirt biking and go hiking up mountains and go whitewater rafting, right? So what we wanna do is get you a balance of both. Everybody's generally gonna to tend toward one side or the other, but we all need some of each. So on each of those menus, I want you to write at least 10 things, at least 10 things that feel like self-care to you. And again, who, the, who cares if I think it's self-care or your, your mom or your best friend? Makes no difference, this is all about you. And these things have to be things that make you feel happy, full, nourished, help make you feel energized, overflow your cup. Okay, so let's look at the Zen menu first. And these are, I mean, it's kind of in the name, right? It's obvious. So these are things that make you feel relaxed and yummy. So this might be spa day. This might be getting a massage. This might be a mani-pedi. This could be drinking your favorite green juice or your favorite smoothie. This could be buying yourself a bunch of flowers, right? Surrounding yourself with beautiful things in your home every day. Um, another possible thing on your Zen menu is, you know, make your favorite cup of tea or sit down and read a book by yourself in quiet for 10 minutes. Now, I really wanna encourage you, like I said, at least 10 things and have different size things, right? So, I mean, you might, you might be like, I wanna go away for a three week all-inclusive vacation to a full service spa, like, I don't know, in Costa Rica or something like that, which like, oh, amazing, I'm there. If you're going, please take me with you. But again, not always realistic, right? And at the time that this episode is coming out, COVID is still a thing. There's still lockdowns happening everywhere. Um, travel is not, accessible to most people. So be realistic, right? But have different things. So something like have a cup of tea, which is something that you can do at home, 10 minutes, doesn't really cost anything. You don't need anything other than just intentionally being with yourself and then put like get a massage, right? Where you might have to spend a little bit more money, actually go somewhere. And then sure, put your holiday on there, right? Put that three week all-inclusive spa vacation, make sure that you book you because I'm coming with you. Um, so make sure that you have at least 10 things on that Zen menu. And if you can do it right now, as you are listening to this, please do it. If you have more than 10, like go for your life. Okay. Please do not limit yourself. If you have 20, 30, 40 things, write them down. Anything that makes you feel like happy and relaxed and yummy. Okay. 
Now let's move to the fun menu. And this is like things that make you feel happy and alive and excited and like adventurous. Okay, like I said, everybody on this planet needs a bit of both. We all just need a different balance. So this could be like, I said, like whitewater rafting trip. This could be um, going hiking in the mountains. This could be one of my favorite things I used to do, I haven't done it in years, was go horseback riding, right? Go and find a place where you can just go for an hour and go horseback riding and be in nature. Um, this could be going to, you know, one of those indoor trampoline places. They're made for kids, but who cares? Adults can go too. Go and do it and have fun. This could be going to the park and, you know, kicking around a soccer ball or throwing um, a baseball or playing tennis, right? So anything that makes you feel like happy and excited and adventurous, and you can even think outside the box on this one. So do you remember depends on how old you are. When I was a little kid, we used to do prank calls a lot. We used to go to pay phones and do prank calls, right? And this was before everybody had, um, you know, like the call display where you could see who it was and prank call your friends and prank call your mom and prank call other people, right? So that's something that's fun. It's silly. It's harmless. It, you know, nobody's hurt by it and you get a really good laugh out of it. Um, it could be something like going to a comedy night. Again, depending on where you are, in some places, live shows are starting to happen again. I'm in Australia and things are opening up here. So like a comedy festival or just like a stand-up night or even doing it on Netflix, right? Like setting aside an hour, making a big bucket of popcorn and sitting down in your living room and intentionally watching stand-up comedy and laughing and having fun. Okay, and again, if you're in lockdown, you can totally do that. You can totally, totally do that. Um, something else is like, you can get really silly with this, right? It's like going to the supermarket and going through the express line with more than 10 items. Like breaking the rules, right? Like living outside, making, like doing things that are like, you know, bad. They're against the rules. Um, I once heard somebody say, and I don't necessarily recommend this, um, put all your dry clean only clothes through the washing machine and see what happens, right? Like that's kind of dumb because you might ruin your clothes, but also like maybe that's fun for you. Maybe it's like a risky thing. Sneaking into the movies, right? Going to see a movie and sneaking in to see the end of another movie before yours begins. Okay, so I want you to, like I said, make a list of at least 10 things on either side. 10 things on your Zen menu, 10 things on your fun menu. You can do it now, you can do it later. This is really an ever evolving list, okay? So this is something that is going to grow and change over time. And as you sort of check things off and say, yeah, you know, I've done that now, I feel like that's good. Then you might go, oh, but another thing I really wanna do is this, right? So you might actually just naturally grow and evolve with it. Um, and then once you have your lists, I'm gonna challenge you to schedule self-care time. And sometimes this can feel kind of dumb and it can feel kind of like, it's not really self-care if I'm forcing it, but the whole point of scheduling it is making your success inevitable. We wanna make sure that you're there because honestly, genuinely showing up is usually the hardest part. It's usually the hardest part. And once you're there, it's like, well, I might as well do it now. So if you choose that you want to have a quiet cup of tea by yourself, how can you make that happen? 
If you have four kids that you're homeschooling right now, maybe that means waking up in the morning before the rest of the house is awake and sitting in quiet and peace for 10 minutes. If you work from home like me and you don't have children, but you have dogs that you're looking after, maybe it is setting aside time after they've had their big walk of the day or their big run of the day so that you know that everybody else is going to leave you in peace. Or maybe this is actually going out somewhere, right? Going to a cafe by yourself for a few minutes. So we want to actually schedule this time. And the uh, amount of time you schedule or the frequency of time you schedule is completely up to you. Okay, like I said, this is self-care. This is about filling your cup. If you feel like you are running on empty and you have nothing left to give, you might need quite a bit of this at the beginning. You might need five minutes every day or you might need two hours on Friday afternoon. But if you feel like you're pretty good and we're kind of just at maintenance and you're like, no, I just, I just wanna make sure I'm checking in with myself and doing something for myself on a regular basis, maybe it's once a week. Maybe Thursday evenings is like your self-care night and you just make sure that you are checking in with yourself. So I really just wanna encourage you to schedule this at a time, at a frequency that works for you and keep these lists visible keep them visible. So if you have it written down on an actual piece of paper, maybe like put it on your fridge or put it if you have like a vision board or a bulletin board um, in your office or in your house somewhere, put it up there so that you're looking at it every day. And I would really encourage you actually write down something along the lines of how do I make, make my success inevitable? When am I doing this? Schedule it, book it in, something like that right? Actually write it on there. We need to get this in your face. If you have a digital version, maybe this is like creating, um, maybe it's like setting up a reminder in your Google calendar so that once a week you get a little thing that pops up and it's like, what's your self-care this week? What's your self-care this week? Or blocking off a time. Um, maybe it is saving it as a PDF and putting it as your screensaver so that you're seeing the list all the time but we want to make self-care fun again, okay? This should not feel like work. This should not stress you out. And if it is, then it might be really smart to take a step back and go, why is this stressing me out? Am I asking too much of myself? Do I want two hours, but I only have five minutes? Okay, let's be realistic. What can we do in that five minutes? How can I make this work for me right now. And again, if you find that you are sabotaging yourself, go back and listen to that self-sabotage episode. Um, I think you will find it very, very interesting. But self-care is amazing. It is, it has the capacity to completely change your life. It's time for you to fill your cup so that you can start giving from the overflow. You're worth it. You deserve it. And if you are interested in finding out more about the self-care booster, uh, self-care booster is a mini seven day online program. It's just $14. Um, so really affordable for pretty much anybody. And this program is really just going to get you in the habit of showing up for yourself every day. So it is going to give you even more ideas of things that you can do. It is going to give you some journaling prompts. It is going to give you some structure to work within to get self-care working for you again. And as part of the program, there is also um, a regular one-on-one -on -one coaching giveaway, which is kind of awesome. Um, so if you want to find out more about that, the link is in the uh, show notes. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening.
See you next time. All of the links mentioned during the episode are down in the show notes. Please make sure to go on over and check them out. Also, please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I would be forever grateful if you would go on over and leave us a review on iTunes as well. That's going to help this message reach more women. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Here is to you loving yourself.